might have made it through week five and here we are coming up on week six so i'm going to go through the week six waiver wire pickups untangling the wire for you here in week six if you don't know how i do things here typically i look at players that are rostered in under 50 percent of yahoo espn and sleeper leagues that way we can get to people that should be available in your league or at least might be available in your league that you could potentially add off the waiver wire. Uh, there was some injuries, key injuries out there to quarterbacks with Anthony Richardson and some running backs. I got you covered here this week. Welcome to the week six episode of Untangling the Wire. I'm Mike Reedy. We'll start off with the quarterbacks. Bryce Young. He's a guy that we were thinking wasn't very good really to start off his rookie season so far. He had his best game as a pro in week five, 247 yards passing and three touchdowns against the Lions. In week six, he's going to be playing against the Dolphins who give up the fifth most fantasy points to opposing teams quarterbacks. He had to throw the ball a lot against the Lions because the Lions were just cruising and destroying the Panthers. And guess what? The Dolphins are going to do the same thing. The Dolphins are super fast and super talented on offense. They score a ton of points, probably the best offensive team in the league. The Panthers are going to have to throw the ball against the Dolphins just like they had to against the Lions. That's what you're going to see in week six. It's set up nice. Uh, he's a great bye week fill-in, or if you lost Anthony Richardson and you need somebody, I'd grab Bryce Young at least for next week. I guarantee he's going to be a moneymaker in DFS this week as well. He's only 10% rostered on Yahoo, only 9% rostered on ESPN, and he's 27% rostered on Sleeper, so he's available almost everywhere. If you're quarterback needy, you know, drop 5 or 10% of your fab budget on Bryce Young and add him. Another guy I really like at quarterback is Sam Howell. I mentioned him last week as a plug-and-play. Would have worked out well. Would have worked out really well. He had 388 yards and two touchdowns in Week 5. He has eight touchdowns this season now. He has some rushing upside as well. He only had 19 yards rushing in Week 5, but he had 40 yards rushing in Week 4. Uh, he tends to run a little every single week. The next three games are against the Falcons, the Giants, and the Eagles. All three teams he can probably do well against. He's only 34% rostered on Yahoo, 17% rostered on ESPN, and 37% rostered on Sleeper. Another quarterback, somebody I can't believe I'm recommending here, but he had a great game in Week 5 as Desmond Ritter. He's only 5% rostered on Yahoo, so he's rarely available almost everywhere, probably because he hasn't played very well. But in Week 5, he had 329 yards and a touchdown. He's got a really easy matchup in Week 6 against the Commanders. They just gave up four passing touchdowns to Justin Fields, who wasn't having a very good season himself until the past two weeks against super simple defenses. So again, if you need a plug-and-play and you miss on one of those other two guys, don't worry, just plug-and-play Ritter and, and uh, we could say plug-and-pray, but, but it's a good matchup against the Commanders. He should be all right. At Running back, as we keep moving along here, Imari Di Mercado. Who? That's right, Imari Di Mercado. That's fun to say. 
He looks like James Connors hurt, hurt his knee in week five. He's more than likely going to miss some time. He, he tends to do it every year. A lot of us thought Keontae Ingram would be the direct backup to James Conner, and he is, but he's also hurt. Dima Carroll filled in at running back, and, and he looked pretty good, to be honest. He had 10 carries for 45 yards and a touchdown week five. If he's getting all the touches at running back for Arizona, sign me up. Even against the Rams, their defense is pretty tough against the run, but the Cardinals just use the running back a lot. They get a lot of fantasy production out of that position. If Keontae Ingram is back, I would want him, but right now it looks like it's going to be Amari. He's 2% rostered on Yahoo, 0% rostered on ESPN, and 2% rostered on Sleeper. I dropped 8 to 10% of my fab budget on this guy. He's available everywhere. He's going to get the touches if he's getting the time. He's a nice pickup. Uh, one of my favorite additions, and if you play in a league with me, you will notice that he's probably already rostered by me, is Roshan Johnson. Khalil Herbert also was injured in week five, and it looks like he's going to miss at least a couple of weeks. Johnson's in concussion protocol right now, but he'll be the lead back once he's out of that concussion protocol if Khalil Herbert's not on the field. He had three carries for 19 yards in week five. He's produced in his limited touches so far. They're, they're really easing him in as a rookie, but he's a big, strong, fast back. If Herbert's not starting, it's going to be Roshan Johnson as long as he's out of concussion protocol. 41% roster on Yahoo, 37% roster on ESPN, 52% roster on Sleeper. I know, I know, he may not be available in your league. As I mentioned, if you play against me, he's not going to be. 5 to 10% of your fab budget's what I'd, I'd probably drop on him. There's some other running backs I'd consider here as well. Say Roshan Johnson doesn't clear concussion protocol. Donta Foreman, next man up in Chicago. He has always produced well in his roles he's had as a backup. Uh, when he gets starter time, he's produced exceptionally well. And Donta Foreman is 7% rostered on Yahoo. Healthy scratch the last two weeks, which means the Bears would prefer Johnson over him, I'm sure. But if Johnson's not going to go, I would feel completely comfortable doing a plug-and-play with Foreman next week, especially if he's the only game in town for the Bears. Justice Hill looked really good with his touches in Week 5. He's 28% rostered on Yahoo, 7 carries, 32 yards, and a touchdown. He had another 4 receptions for 13 yards, somebody else you might want to consider. Tajay Spears, 7 carries, 34 yards, and a TD. Four receptions for another 35 yards. He's been splitting time with Derrick Henry all year, almost in a 50-50 split. He's only rostered in 26% of the teams in Yahoo, and it looks like this kid's going to get to produce if they keep giving him some touches. Going to move on to wide receiver. Here's a surprise. Uh, not really for me, but for a lot of people. Josh Downs, six targets, six receptions, 97 yards in Week 5. Second on the team in targets, Anthony Richardson, is out my man, Minshew, Minshew mania. Gardner Minshew is now the starter, at least while Richardson is out. I like Downs moving forward. He is available almost everywhere. Only 9% rostered in Yahoo, 11% rostered on ESPN, 26% rostered on Sleeper. He's probably worthy of 5% of your free ad agent budget unless you're really desperate at wide receiver. I wouldn't go crazy. He is a, the wide receiver too on his team, but but he's producing and he's seeing some volume. So I value him a bit more in PPR than I would in standard or even half point PPR. A nice addition. A guy I really, really, really like is the next guy I want to talk about here. I've always loved this guy because they use him in so many different ways when he's healthy and, and out there. And it's Curtis Samuel. 
talked about him last week. I wrote about him in my weekend waiver column as well, even though he had played on Thursday night and you couldn't add him. He's somebody you want to add. He had six receptions, 66 yards on TD in week five. That seemingly was everything people wanted Dotson to be on this commander's team. He's got touchdowns two weeks in a row. The team's getting him involved. He's exceptionally versatile. He'll run with the ball sometimes as well. When he's getting touches, he simply produces. That's Curtis Samuel, 17% roster in Yahoo. 14% rostered on ESPN, 28% rostered on Sleeper. Again, 5% of your budget or so, mostly because you probably may not need a wide receiver. There's Everybody seems to have a bunch of them right now. But these two guys are both going to produce. They're, they're, they're just going to produce for you wide receiver three numbers probably the rest of the way, and I like that a lot. Some other wide receivers you might want to consider. Josh Reynolds, he had five targets, four receptions, 76 yards and a TD. If Amon Ross St. Brown is going to miss time, I want Reynolds. I know everybody's all excited about Jamison Williams. I want Reynolds. Reynolds has a connection with the quarterback. Reynolds seems to produce all the time. Even when I'm, I'm on St. Brown is there, add Josh Reynolds. Uh, and here's another one for you. Trenton Irwin. Who? Who? Yeah, Trenton Irwin. This is the guy, if you really want to know who he is, he plays for the Bengals. He had 10 targets, 8 receptions, and 60 yards. That's who he is. If Higgins is going to miss some more time, it's Irwin that I think I might want as he was targeted the second most on the Bengals behind Jamar Chase. He is 0% rostered everywhere. Easy add. If you're playing in a really deep league, this is a guy you probably want to get because he's going to be available. He's like Savoir Faire. He's available everywhere. Trenton Irwin. Savoir Faire. He's everywhere. Look that one up, kids, if you don't know where that comes from. Let's go on to tight end. Logan Thomas, somebody I keep talking about and writing about. I talk about him on Twitter a lot as well. Uh, he had 11 targets, 9 receptions, and 77 yards. He's got a nice matchup the next three games. Falcons, Giants, Eagles. He led the commanders in targets in Week 5. I've talked about him a lot, as I said. I personally have him rostered in a few leagues already. I'm probably going to up that. He is also, this is Logan Thomas we're talking about, currently the T. E7 overall and fantasy. Currently tight end number seven in scoring. 15% rostered on Yahoo, 8% rostered on ESPN, 20% rostered on Sleeper. You know, you might want to drop like 10% of your budget on this guy. There's not a lot of good tight ends out there. You're getting top tight end, top 10 tight end production out of this guy probably the rest of the way. Logan Thomas. Here's one I didn't think I'd talk about ever this season. He's really not the most talented tight end out there, but when he gets volume, as he got when he played for Dallas, he produces, and that's Dalton Schultz. I'm not overly impressed with his talent level, as I said. But again, he has good hands and he's a smart player. He has touchdowns now in two straight weeks. The Texans have their quarterback, Stroud, just throwing the ball all over the place. Uh, Schultz had 10 targets, 7 receptions, 65 yards, and a touchdown in Week 5. I'm paying attention, Dalton Schultz. I would say add Dalton Schultz, 36% roster on Yahoo, 52% roster on ESPN, 45% roster on Sleeper. I'm not paying more than 3% of my fab budget on this guy, though, because they spread the ball around in that offense. But Stroud's just, the volume's so high that someone like Schultz is getting production as well right now. I have one more tight end I want to talk about, and this guy, as well as Logan Thomas, I'd take both of them over Schultz. Jonu Smith, he's only 16% rostered. On Yahoo. How is he still out there? Okay, he had another seven targets, six receptions, and 67 yards in week five. He hasn't scored less than eight fantasy points yet 
in the four games where he's been involved. He's currently the tight end 11. How's he still out there? Come on. Add Jonu Smith. I know you're struggling at tight end. We all are. Again, the guy's almost available everywhere. Add Jonu Smith. Just do it. It feels dirty. It feels gross. But if you're getting the eight points out of that position where you're only getting three right now, it's better than three. Thanks for joining me for Untangling the Wire for week six. I'm Mike Reedy. You can find me on Fantrax here on Untangling the Wire. And of course, Cheat Cheat Podcast.